0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: The Eagles and the Chiefs, we know that by now, but what are we looking at? I want to talk a little deeper at this with Ross Tucker, analyst for Westwood One. He was part of the broadcast team that called the NFC Championship game that you heard right here on 97.3 ESPN, CBS Sports, the Ross Tucker football podcast. He does Eagles preseason games, played in the league for seven years, and uh, I actually just got done listening to him with Andrew Brandt. I listen to that podcast every week as well. So Ross Tucker's everywhere, and right now, Ross, what's going on, man?
0: Mike, what's up, man? You
1: tell me. Well, I think the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. How about it? Five years later, they're back in the Super Bowl. So you were there last week. I want to really get a perspective from someone who was right there in the action because there was a lot of conversation. You know, Purdy goes out, how that changed the game. You're down on the field like to me, I don't know that Purdy makes a difference if he's there now. I think the Eagles were just so physical that the Niners eventually were going to kind of tap out of that. The, the physicality is something in today's NFL we don't talk about all that much.
0: Well, I think it's a good point, and um, a couple things for sure. Number one, when Purdy got hurt, it was already 7 nothing, and the Eagles had already caused this trip sack in 49ers territory, right? So – Um, They clearly had the edge at that point. And then throughout the game, no matter who the quarterback was, it was very clear that the Eagles could run the ball on the 49ers, which I think surprised them. And it was also very clear that the Niners' O-line could not block the Eagles in pass protection. So I don't really care who the quarterback was. With those two things being very obvious, I just don't see how the 49ers win the game. Now, if Purdy plays the whole game, it's definitely a closer game. It's more competitive because they could actually throw the ball most of the second half. But, look, they had a quarterback that could throw the ball in Josh Johnson, and they were still down 21-7 at halftime. They come out to start the second half, and it was very clear that you know, they could not block the Eagles' D-line. Once it was 21-7 at halftime, I don't think anybody thought there was any chance they could come back.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, that's a big key, Ross. You played the offensive line, so I love that perspective. I think one thing about this Eagles team that doesn't get talked about enough is not only the offensive line, it's even more uh, minute, is the interior of their line. I mean, the, the guard center play in this league is, eh, The Eagles guard center play is just elite. I mean, they win games because the middle of their line dominates and what they can do with those three guys. How do what they do with those three guys
0: dictate their offense? You know, we talk so much about Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, and rightfully so, because those guys are both like Hall of Fame caliber players. And still, still, Mike, the best in the world at what they do in their 30s. But the more tape you watch, and I know you're talking about the interior trio. I'm going to go specifically to the left side of my and Landon Dickerson. Monsters, bro. Monsters. Movers of men. They they were killing dude, for the Niners. Killing them just knocking them back off the ball, dumping them to the ground. Uh, They're bullies. You know, we got got a new Broad Street bullies, and it's the Eagles (laughs) O-line.
1: So how does that translate, Ross, in your mind to this matchup? Because Kansas City's here in part because they bullied the Cincinnati offensive line. Does that work against what they're about to see here? How does that matchup in your mind kind of materialize that Philly offensive line against really what won them the game for Steve Spagnola? That defense was a total disruptor.
0: Well, so first of all, on the other side, Chiefs have a top five O line. So that, that gives the Chiefs a chance when they're blocking the Eagles. On the D-line, Chris Jones is an incredible player. And they've got some other nice players there. Frank Clark as an edge rusher. Karloftis, the rookie. My question is whether or not the Chiefs can hold up in the run game. Whether or not they can slow down the Eagles' rushing attack. Because they don't have nearly the depth that the Eagles do. They got to try to get them somehow into obvious passing downs. And, and try to rush and try to win those interior battles. But there's a real chance that the Eagles come out and more or less just kind of run the ball down the Chiefs' throat, which I would like to see them try to do, by the way.
1: Yeah, well, and, and you know, San Francisco, they have the number one rush defense in the league. They also get the number one rush defense in the league because they're very, you know, they have very good linebackers, which you don't see in this league all the time. How important are the Chiefs' linebackers going to be in a game like this?
0: Well, it's a good point because if the Niners didn't have good linebackers, that game would have gotten really out of hand really early. And I think Bolton and Gay are good if Gay's healthy, but they're not Warner and Greenlaw. Um they're pretty good. I give them credit. But this is a this is a step up in class for them and for the Eagles Bolton and Gay don't have the speed that Warner and Greenlaw did. So that's another reason why I think they might RPO them to death, but I'd really like to see the Eagles come out and just try to establish their physical dominance early on in the game because Uh, the Chiefs don't have the depth. So just wear them down. You know, they get their second stringers in there. That's a problem.
1: You know, one area, Mahomes, right? What does Patrick Mahomes do – that John Gannon is going to have to game plan for. If you're John Gannon right now, last week the the Bengals did not go after him. Gannon doesn't blitz a lot. So is this a matchup that Patrick Mahomes thinks that he should be able to take
0: advantage of? You know, I think the, the, the thing that's in the favor of the Chiefs is there's a feeling that if the Eagles are to be had, passing the ball, it's in the middle of the field against their linebackers and their safeties. Well, that certainly plays into the Chiefs with Kelsey, some of their other tight ends, Jarek McKinnon out of the backfield, and even Juju Smith-Schuster, if he's healthy. You know, Mahomes this year it has been a lot less about big plays down the field. And it's been a lot more about throwing the ball underneath, longer drives, throwing the ball to tight ends, throwing the ball to running backs. I think that bodes well for the Chiefs in this matchup. I really do. I think that's a good matchup for them that Andy Reid's going to try to exploit.
1: And you mentioned it earlier, because the Chiefs have a good offensive line, you can't anticipate getting as much pressure as you do against the Giants. And I thought Reddick just absolutely had the best matchup. And reddick has got a good matchup in this game, too. I think of the one spot on the Chiefs' line, maybe their right tackle spot is the one. And Reddick has just been playing with his hair on fire. He's been unbelievable. But it should be a lot of fun. Uh, this matchup, you got Andy, you got Sirianni. How about the comments today from Julian Love? Did you hear him basically say, Anybody can coach this Eagles team. Sirianni just doesn't get out. Just make sure he's not in the way.
0: Fair or unfair? You know, the thing that bothers me about that is, like, did he watch the Niners game? Did, did he, he watch see the how game well prepared? Did he yeah, watch did, the game where they played against you? Well, but, like, did he see how well prepared the Eagles were Yeah. after the Devontae Smith catch to get on the ball right away, snap the ball? not give Shanahan time to throw the challenge or the fact that Sirianni did throw the challenge on the Purdy play or that Sirianni went for it fourth and one game was seven, seven as on 34 yard line. Yeah. You know, Sirianni clearly out coached Shanahan in that game. And I don't know why Julian love doesn't realize that, you know, it's almost like the Eagles are so talented That nobody even gets credit. Hurt doesn't get credit. Um, Serenity doesn't get credit. It's like, like, you know, show me me the teams that are this good that don't have a lot of talent. I, I don't even know what to make of it anymore. Right.
1: Uh, well, I'll give you credit because you have come up with a great idea with story dot com for Valentine's Day, and this is better than just Valentine's Day. This is the kind of gift that you're looking for all the time, Ross. I love this idea, story dot com. Tell the people a little bit about this because you can put a lot of smiles on faces, especially if the Eagles win Super Bowl fifty seven. Something like this would be perfect.
0: Well, and, and for me, I, I, I tell everybody it's the best Valentine's Day gift I've ever heard of. I mean, you talk to one of their writers for five minutes while you're driving to the Wawa or driving back or whatever. You tell them how great your wife is or whoever, significant other. They write the most unbelievable story about her. You give them a couple pictures. It's framed. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. And just to be able to say to her, honey, I want to do something special for you this year. So I had a story written about you like that just sounds awesome. And then when she actually reads the quotes, like I never thank her enough for everything she does for me and the kids. She will cry, Mike. I'm just, she will cry. Your wife will cry. You will win. And then it'll be hanging up in the house forever. It's a no brainer. Myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com.
1: Guys, Valentine's Day, we're almost there. It is a couple days after the Super Bowl, so don't let the Super Bowl make you forget about Valentine's Day. Check out MyFrontPageStory.com. Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You'll hear him with the Eagles, of course, in the preseason on the television side and everywhere there's football. You hear Ross Tucker. He was kind enough to join us right here. Hey, Ross, enjoy the game, man. We appreciate you.
0: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely. Ross Tucker, of course, here on the Sports Bastion, he brought up the great play in the offensive line, the Eagles' offensive line. He talked about run the ball down their throat. Look, the story seems to be the same as it was the week before. If the 49ers can't stop you running the football, is Kansas City going to be able to? Can Kansas City stop the run this football Super Bowl? That is probably – forget all the storylines. Andy Reid against Nick Sirianni, Kelsey Brothers, and any other storyline. The big storyline on who's going to win the game, can Kansas City stop the Eagles run game? I'm Mike Gill. This is Believe in the Eagles, and the Eagles and Chiefs will meet in Super Bowl 57. We'll have plenty more right here on the Believe channel. Make sure you check back for more as the Eagles get ready